Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. I'm here to tell you about Bowen Branch and how you can discover this new level of softness with their iconic sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% responded that Bowen Branch sheets get softer with every wash. They source the rarest 100% organic cotton for an incredible softness to start. Then they skip the toxins and harsh chemicals for a natural feel unlike anything else. And it all comes together with their signature weave. This special design feels buttery, breathable, and unlocks new levels of softness with every wash. And they stand behind their promise of softness. With their 30-night guarantee, you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. If during the 30 nights you don't love your sheets or feel them getting softer and softer, you can send them right back, no questions asked. So head to bowlandbranch.com for 15% off your first order with code RESTFUL15. That's B-O-L-L and branch.com. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows more isn't always better. Unless we're talking about full-size vans. These beasts do more than get you from A to B. They have so much space a man can live in it. With shag carpeting, water bed, and a sweet lava lamp, these mobile abodes have all the comforts of home. With quality parts and plenty of Napa know-how, you can keep the original tiny house running longer, stronger. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Dr. Wiley says we will not take over the world unless we are listening to GeekCast Radio Network. <laughs> Maybe you should play something else. Hello and welcome to GCR and Wars. This is episode 15. This is the kickoff of a new tournament. I am TF2 and Mike. Mr. Optimus Solo, or actually, no, Mr. Solo Mac. No, uh, it's not yes, Solo Mac. Yes, it's Solo Mac. Hold the onions. Exactly. Yep. Yes, that's exactly what I'm putting. Uh, so, Mr. Solo Mac, what is the new uh, tournament we are doing here on GCR and Wars? All right, yes, it's Optimus Solo. And the next uh, tournament we will be doing, you guys might have remembered the last one when we took on, uh, pitted 80s cartoon villains against each other. Stuff like Cobra Commander and uh, Megatron and uh, Mumra, Moonstar, um, Skeletor, that type of thing. Um, We're flipping it a little bit. This time we're still doing some fictional characters, but this time we are delving into the world of video games. But um, this time we are flipping the script a little bit and we're delving into the world of video games. Um, so it'll be a little bit different. We're also making a couple minor tweaks and adjustments from last uh, tournament. Nothing major. Uh, the biggest change would be that we are going from 16 combatants to 32 combatants. So we are doubling the amount of fighters. Um, so we'll have 16 on one side of the bracket, 16 on the other side of the bracket, and it will be very much like what you're used to with a, like a March Madness uh, NCAA basketball-type tournament. You've probably seen similar things done in forums, in, on web pages, on other podcasts, um, and we have kind of taken that idea and uh, made it kind of one of the staples of GCRN Wars. So each match uh, and each podcast episode will be discussed by the people on the, on the show. Uh, we'll give our takes or our stance on who should win in our opinions and then we will open it up for the voting public to determine who makes it on to the next round so steve you kind of have an idea of um the the dates and and the the way people can vote can you give a little bit of information on how people can get involved yep uh as the episode posts uh because what we're going to do is uh it will come online two days after we record the episode uh, just to give kind of ample time. Um, 
to edit and get it up, uh, set up in any way. Uh, so there'll be Thursday, Thursday morning through Tuesday night, because we're recording this on a Tuesday, uh, will be the, the opening of how to vote uh, on the episode post. And it will be the whatever bracket we're talking about in that episode will be what we vote on. And then uh, it'll continue on through as the weeks go on and the, the tournament grows. But uh, um, so, so you'll basically just go to the, uh, the website and find the episode post. There will be polls there that you can, uh, you can vote on. And then uh, as we uh, tabulate the results, like you said, starting on Thursday morning and going all the way through Tuesday night, we'll, we'll tabulate, we'll have some answers, and then the next episode we'll announce those uh, winners first, and then we'll move on to the next topic at hand. So we will split this first round into two episodes since we have so many um, competitors in this. So today's episode we will be covering one half of the bracket. So the first uh, eight battles on the one side. Next episode we'll cover the eight battles on the other side. And from there it'll just go round by round since it'll be a little bit uh, narrowed down at that point. Um, we said video game uh, icons or, or characters is kind of the idea behind this. So they're all going to be different video game characters just to kind of narrow it down a little bit more. Um, I know, you know, everybody has a different definition of the word icons. We basically were just trying to pick the most known uh, characters from a variety of different video game uh, platforms. And uh, we also tried to make it somewhat, and this is, I know some people will argue with me, but somewhat kid friendly. Um, more so characters that uh, a variety of ages would know, but that you'd be familiar with more of the younger age, if that makes sense. So you won't see, uh, um, what's the guy's name from Halo? Master Chief. Master Chief. Yeah, so this, we won't have characters like Master Chief and, and that type of th- those types of characters. Maybe in a future tournament, but we're keeping it a little bit more uh, general audience and uh, try to give everybody a, somewhat of a fair shot. And also to put people fighting against each other that most likely normally wouldn't fight against each other unless you saw them in like Smash Brothers or a video game like that. Um, there also is a method to the madness behind who's appearing in what, which quadrant of the bracket, but you'll have to wait and see how that plays out as we go forward. I'm not going to give that information away quite yet. Um, Mike, how many episodes will people be uh, tuning in for as we go through this tournament and, and kind of give them an idea of how long this will take? It'll be seven total episodes, so the next seven weeks of your lives, people, from episode 15 to episode 21 of Wars will be the tournament uh, episodes 15 through 20 will actually be the entire voting process. Episode 21 is the wrap-up and kind of finale kind of thing to crown the champion and talk about how the tournament went and all that good stuff. So that's what's going on there. And we have, uh, we'll have we have a variety, possibly a variety of different hosts along the way, um, depending on scheduling. Um, but today, uh, like you said, obviously uh, we have myself, Mike, um, and Steve, but I want to go around the table and get everybody uh, introduce Nate and, and Neil and kind of everybody's video game backgrounds just real quickly. So, Mike, why don't you start with a, kind of your what video games did you like growing up or, or what uh, I, platforms do you like? I started out as a kid with an Atari 2600 and playing Barnstormers and all that good stuff. I eventually graduated to playing my cousin's NES and you know, we all sat around and played Duck Hunt because it was the most interactive. Duck Hunt is what the Wii U and all the Wii Fit and all the motion sensor crap they have today. That's what it was back in our day. Um, what? Nothing. Back in my day. Shut up. <laughs> um, so that's kind of where I started. Uh, my very first video game system, I'm very sad to say that I made the wrong choice, was a Sega Master System. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, played crap like Alex Kidd, uh, Lost in the Stars, and Bo Jackson's or Reggie Jackson's baseball, and uh, you know all that good, good stuff. And eventually, I graduated to Super Nintendo, PlayStation One and Two. Um, I hate Microsoft with a passion when it comes to game consoles because I am a person with a mild case of cerebral palsy. So when I play video games, I play them one-handed. Uh, and Microsoft's controllers for the X-Bone are just horrible, awful things. For you. In general, uh, yeah. Um, Steve, what about you? What's your just quick background on video games? 
Uh, mine dates all the way back to Microsoft uh, Windows 3.1, DOS era, and then uh, I've played and owned uh, anything from a Super Nintendo to Sega Genesis to PlayStation 2, Xbox 360, um, and I've also played the old Atari stuff and uh, Commodore 64. So, All right. Neil? I started out on the Atari 2600 as well, but I don't really have fond memories of that. So I really started with the NES and worked my way up through the Super Nintendo and the, the GameCube and the Saturn and uh, PlayStation 1 and 2. Those are basically my favorite systems. Cool. Um, Nate, I don't think it's possible for you to sum this up quickly, but uh, do your best shot. Oh, it's super easy. Um, <laughs> all right. First game, uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, for the n- regular Nintendo. Um, I've been playing console games for my entire life. I've been playing PC games for the last few years because I never had enough money to get a nice PC, um, but I finally did, and it's awesome. Uh, How many I consoles have, do you currently have? I oh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, like eight, and then um, uh, I have um, over four hundred hard copy games and over 500 now digital games because i like video games that's why you're here um, do you have a favorite game donkey kong country 2 all right um as for myself i i was more of a video game junkie way on early on in life um i was i guess one of the only people in my neighborhood that was into games before nintendo came around um, so I had the Intellivision, we had the Commodore 64, uh, Pong, um, graduated into some version of an IBM at some point, and then obviously into the Nintendos. I've never owned anything but Nintendo products, so I've never owned a PlayStation or Xbox, but uh, all the Nintendo products until we um, came out, so that's kind of my background with that. Um, all right, anybody else have any comments or things, Mike or Steve, before we get going? I don't think uh, so. I, another way to kind of keep up with it is on the top of the main page of the website. Uh, after each round, the image will be updated. So you can click there and keep up to date as well. And we'll make, uh, Mike will be making plenty of uh, Facebook posts and uh, tweets about the tournament as we go through these next seven weeks. So if you're not following us on Facebook or Twitter, you need to do that. And then Mike will keep you up to date like he does such a good job with all the other shows. So that's your best way to stay informed. All right, so we will start today with the first battle, and we will just reveal um, the competitors each time we get to a new battle. We'll give everybody a chance to kind of discuss the merits of of both characters and who they think should win. Then we'll move on and uh, give you guys some food for thought as you just try to decide who you're going to vote for. No better place to start... I don't think, than with probably two of the most uh, known and iconic video game characters that we've ever had. So our first battle will pit Mario against Luigi. So, uh-huh. so no chance for these guys showing up in the finale here. They got to show up, uh, show up against each other in round one. Um, Nate, I'm going to start with you. Give me a real quick background or, or what do these two characters bring to bring to the table and, and kind of what are their strengths or weaknesses in your mind all right are we talking in, uh, in this battle that, that <laughs> they're waging is this a metaphorical battle or is this like they're actually like fighting each other they are actually fighting each other going up against each uh, other in some type it's, of it's it's like playing a 32 bracket super smash Bros. So, so it's not like oh well i think that luigi is a stronger character because he has more personality and he, no it's, it's, if those two are dropped in the middle of some barren landscape or some whatever setting you want to put it in the jungle or the forest and uh there can only be one survivor who survives all right well mario he's more he has more like he uh it's he has more abilities and he um, he uses them more confidently than uh, Luigi has ever shown. So, what kind of abilities are we talking about? Like uh, I don't know, cat suits and fire, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Mushrooms that make them grow. But I mean, like Luigi can use all that stuff too. But Mario's going to be able to use them better because he's just a more confident individual with all of his platforming prowess. I don't even know what I'm talking about. It's amazing. <laughs> I'm Neil, glad I'm on this one. 
Go ahead. Well, well, Nate comes up with a couple more ideas about why Mario would win. Neil, what do you think? Oh, I think Mario would take it just because uh, if you've ever played Lost Levels, you know that Luigi has that kind of floaty jump and he slides extra far. So he'd probably just slide into a pit and Mario would win, <laughs> Mario would win automatically. Yeah. yeah. What if all the important things that they could use were, were at a, at a, propped up on a higher level? Does Luigi's height mean nothing in this? Nope. No, because his <laughs> jump sucks. Every single game in the last 30-odd years now, every game that they create and use Luigi in it as Mario's brother, his jump is horrible. I don't know, man. I think like playing as Luigi on Super Mario Galaxy is like the most fun to have ever. Okay, well, jumping in space is a little different than, than jump. I'm talking like the regular games. Luigi's jump has always been ass backwards. I I use Luigi usually if I get if I get a chance. Just because I he's always more use fun. Luigi if I have a chance. That's why I'm kind of uh, trying to come up with an argument. I don't know necessarily what I can. Has Luigi? He hasn't been able to use all of the suits that Mario has in the past, has he? Well, I mean, there's I think he has. There's games. Down. There's games where Luigi hasn't been in, and Mario. It's just been Mario. Right. Like like Super Mario RPG, uh, Luigi was Luigi in Super Mario RPG during the end credits. Yeah, and he like, turned he, he turned evil in the second Paper Mario game. Okay, sort of. Well, so is Luigi more of the evil character? Not really. He just I think that one game he just got jealous and he became kind <laughs> of. I think villain. he's he's like the the bastard child of Nintendo of uh, to to Mario. He, he kind of shows up whenever Mario doesn't feel like being there. <laughs> and Steve, all, do you think this one's an easy one for Mario, too? I mean, you know... Could we have a Luigi more close matchup the, between two characters? I think they're pretty close and evenly matched. I mean, they both they both throw fireballs. I mean, Luigi's is the color of his pants, and <laughs> Mario's is the color of his pants. And, you know, when you throw them together, you have just a weird color. Um, <laughs> Makes like a but, uh, brown... Yeah, Ew, it's it's yeah, pants. it's almost like a dirty brown. Yeah. Um, it, wow, that's kind of shitty. Um, <laughs> With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just gonna circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> but but no, I mean, their their powers are pretty evenly matched. I mean, they do pretty much the same thing. The only difference I would kind of say is besides their height and, uh, you know, who who you like better as, as far as the character is, uh, you know, th- really their difference is the jumps. I mean, Mario is more of the um, kind of the regular jump. However, Luigi kind of almost jumps higher in his wannabe Sonic the Hedgehog run when he is flying in the air. Um, Mario's more sure-footed with his jumps. Yeah, Mario seems to land more evenly, and you kind of know where he's going to go, whereas Luigi, you're not sure if he's going to fall in a pit. So I would almost argue Mario would stomp him. Mike, agreed? Absolutely. Mario all the way. Uh, also, Luigi's height sometimes hinders him because it's a. You know, you can't fit game, under like those nicely sized are. boxes. More things so, can hit him. You know, everyone always, and Neil, this so reminds me of that episode, Brother versus Brother. But anyway, um, you know, you got to look at Luigi and think, wow, really? They should be, you know, saying that he hits his head on the bricks more than Mario because Luigi is so damn tall. I mean, I could just see him walking into a house and hitting his head on 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 the arch ceilings. <laughs> you know? Actually, a funny note on that is that in the uh, in the All Stars version of Super Mario World, he actually does hit the bricks with his head. It's like it's <laughs> he, like that version of Luigi is like everything that everyone got wrong about the Mario Brothers. He hits he hits bricks with his head. He spits fireballs and he slides down hills on his knees. It's <laughs> the weir- weirdest Luigi sprite ever. I would think unless Luigi has some type of cult following that somehow finds out about this tournament and really is trying to push him through, based on uh, what we kind of saw with the first tournament that we did, sometimes it's the it's the 
more known character, the favorite character that wins regardless. I'm hoping people will look at this a little bit more um, analytically and try to pick some winners out as much as you can in this fun type of tournament. But uh, I think Mario definitely has the the, the more well-known, iconic stance going for him if, if voting patterns hold true. We will have to see on that. Um, as far as us, I guess it's unanimous that Mario would win this battle, which takes us to battle number two. We're going to stay somewhat in the same uh, family here, somewhat in the same type of game, and we will look at Yoshi battling Toad. Now, before you say who your winner is on this one, Nate, what uh, what are some strengths or weaknesses of either character? Um, Toad talks like a weirdo, and Yoshi <laughs> is awesome. That Yoshi is some talks good like strengths. <laughs> Um, Toad is fast. Uh, Toad is a very fast character in the newer games. Um, In Mario 3D World, uh, he is the fastest character. Um, But Yoshi's got like a really nice jump, um, and he uh, he's uh, completely invulnerable. Oh wait, Yoshi's completely invulnerable because every time he get hit, he gets hit. He just runs around like he's scared, but (laughs) he he never he never dies unless he falls falls off a ledge. And and he, he I mean, can, can he just eat Toad, basically? Oh, uh, he could. And spit him out, yeah. Toad uh, th- See, that's why Toad's never been in a Smash. He'll, he'll, he'll literally be a Toadstool. Right. Oh, we got the puns rolling freely today. What does Toad? What can Toad do against this this Yoshi character that's running around with his tongue out trying to eat him? What what what's Toad's defense here? Anybody? Whining like a little bitch, maybe I don't know. Uh, Poison mushroom. Well, uh, Yoshi will just eat that too. It won't affect him. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Toad's a pretty crappy character. I'm sorry. In terms of fights, yeah. I mean, he fighting, is fast. So if anybody can try to outmaneuver Yoshi's tongue, maybe it's Toad. Uh, his tongue's really fast, though. But what's he gonna do to Yoshi? I don't. I don't know if he has any offense against Yoshi. <sighs> Dude, no one has the offense against Yoshi. Yoshi's a Yoshi's He's a literally invulnerable. <laughs> He's a competitor in here. Someone's got to have to trick him to fall off a ledge or something eventually. Oh my god. Neil, what do you think about Yoshi and Toad? <laughs> I can't wait I to hear give, this. I I got to give it to Yoshi just cuz uh I don't know. Toad is he's useful in Super Mario 2. That's the only context I have for him. But he's not very maneuverable, so eh, I don't see him getting away. Does anyone play as Toad when they have a chance to play as any other character? No. Only when I'm speed running. <laughs> Not even then. Because the only time I've ever tried to play as Toad is in Super Mario 2, and he even sucks there. Uh, it, it just, no. He picks up the vegetables very fast. Yeah, he's good if you like extra lives. Yeah. That's true. All right, so, uh, Steve, any other thoughts on Yoshi and Toad, or is this a pretty quick and cut, clean-cut one? Um. I would, I would say it's pretty pretty clear cut. I Yoshi would just eat him and spit him out, and <laughs> it, it would pretty much be over. There's in Yoshi, you get him going fast enough, he can kind of almost fly. And he's got all those powers too. He can like eat different shells and like fly. Yeah, well, and he flames. can he can jump on things that are in, impenetrable. I know he's amazing. Like, and he can I'm, have little I'm, baby Yoshis too. I'm he's like the ultimate pet. I'm worried Yoshi's gonna win the whole thing. <laughs> that, well, that'll when, be when you a can fix. shit life. There's no end. <laughs> That's one of they'll come down to the specific uh, strengths and weaknesses of characters. Obviously, this first round, what we see in these tournaments, obviously the first round is a little bit more of uh, some blowout matches. Um, sometimes, um, and uh, it gets harder as we go through as we get uh, different skill sets. So we'll have to see. But keep your eyes on Yoshi because he has he's got some pretty strong strengths. If I want to be repetitive. Um, moving on to our third matchup on this side of the bracket. Interesting one. Uh, interested to see what you all will say. Uh, I have a feeling I know where it's going, but let's see here. Uh, we basically have uh, Princess Peach, which you guys were talking a little bit, I think, beforehand, uh, and Zelda. So we have the all-female matchup going here with Princess and Zelda. Royalty against royalty. Mother ne- Neil, <laughs> Neil, what do you think about these two? Oh, what does each one have going for him? I mean, Princess has survived many years in dungeons. Prince Zelda, Peach. Uh, people have to fight through dungeons to get to her. Peach has the floaty jump. 
So he's got the floaty jump. Hmm. And but Zelda, That's Zelda can fun. wield the the arrows. So yeah, I got to give it to Zelda because if you know Peach tries to fly around, then Zelda could just zap her out of the air. Nate, what do you think? Who, what strengths and weaknesses does each one have? Well, I just recently played uh, Hyrule Warriors, and you get to play Zelda, and she's a badass. Um, also, she was chic. I mean, she she like cross dressed and was like, "I'm I'm a dude, kind of," but everyone's like, "No, you're not." And then, um, uh, and she was just like, she can hold her own. So, I mean, she's not obviously not the most powerful person, but she can definitely take Peach. Does Peach have anything going for her besides her jump? Uh, she makes really good cakes. <laughs> she has parachute pants. Fan art on DeviantArt. So can she can she try to uh, distract Zelda with her cake, her cooking, and her baking abilities? Um, no. <laughs> Steve, what do you think? Uh, I definitely think Zelda, just because not only the turning into Sheik thing and and having all the different actual fighting abilities, whereas Peach is more or less throwing an umbrella at you. Um. And jumping really high, showing you underneath her dress. Um, that would distract Mario. Um, but uh, I, yeah, it's it, it's kind of no contest here. She's uh, she's outmatched by by Zelda. Yeah, that's kind of how I thought it would go. I mean, Peach does have that survival factor going for her. She survived through so many games of being in dungeons and being captured, but she doesn't really do anything. She has no offense going for her. Well, jump. Go ahead. She kind of has the uh, the powers that she has in Super Princess Peach, where she has the powers of her emotions, but they're not that useful. So I don't. Yeah, the, the, and they might be useful against some. I don't know if Zelda would be the right opponent to try to no. use any type of powers of emotion. Not you're not going to be able to cry your way out of that one. <laughs> All right. So uh, unanimous here again. So far, we haven't had too many arguments. Maybe we'll get there soon. Who knows? Um, in our fourth matchup on this side of the bracket, another interesting one here for me. I don't know exactly how we're going to go on this one. I have a feeling, but it uh, could go either way, I think. Um, and that is Link against Lil Mac from Punch-Out. Okay. Mac from the Punch-Out series against Link from, obviously, the Zelda series. Um, obviously, we have an actual fighter here in Lil Mac. We got a trained boxer who can go against the likes of uh, freaking Mike Tyson. Um, and then we have Link, who obviously has battled through all kinds of different worlds and different villains with his uh, sword and his shield and his arrows and all kinds of different artifacts that he picks up along the way. This one is a little more interesting. It might be an issue of does the battle take place at a more of a farther range or is it a, a close hand-to-hand type combat? Um, Steve, what do you think on this one? I, I'm kind of I'm kind of calculating in my head, but it, it's actually funny. Little Mac is actually in Super Smash Brothers Four now. Uh, yeah, and he is ridiculous. Um, so it's 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 it, it, I would be interested to see how that plays out. But anyhow, um, if it's a close in battle, I think Little Mac would just knock knock Link right out, and it would just be a, a knockout. However, if it's like a distance thing. Uh, or even if it's even close up, Link could pull his sword or shoot him with an arrow and and take him down. Because all he's got is his fists, but at the same time, as if 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 he dodges just right, gives him an uppercut, he could knock him out. So I mean, it's kind of a it's a close one. It's, it's kind of a close one. I mean, Little Mac, by far, is the stronger of the two. I would think you would argue. Or the more, uh, you know, hand to hand, the better fighter. But Link definitely has more at his disposal as far as. A, and he's smaller. Yeah, and he has a diverse uh, kind of bag of tricks, so to speak. Uh, Neil, what do you think on this one? Well, Little Mac could uh, could win if he got in close range, but he's got to get there first. And unfortunately for him, Link's got arrows, he's got bombs, he's got a boomerang, he's got a whole arsenal of stuff that he could just throw at Little Mac, and I don't think Little Mac would even have a chance. Agree or disagree, Mike? I mean, I, I agree with Neil because all his Link has to do is, you know, jump into the past, grab the fire rod, and set Little Mac on fire. Or, I don't think he even has to be that complicated. <laughs> well, no, but I'm just saying, like, if you're looking at it as a distance attack, 
Link could easily just keep continuously set bombs in a ring around him at a certain distance so Mac could never close the distance. Yeah. And then just shoot him from that protection. I think my only issue with this round and the previous round is you're going to have whoever wins, and I'm assuming it's Don't look into the future. I'm not I'm just saying it's gonna be weird if Link and Zelda win their rounds and then they have to face each other. And then it's the teacher against the student. It's it's Excuse divorce, me, princess. <laughs> it's divorce. He's gonna be like, oh snap! It's divorce court all over again. Nate, does uh, Little Mac have any chance in this? I think he does. I'm actually voting for Little Mac because he he uh, he's so fast in in Smash Brothers that he could dodge anything that uh, that Link wants to throw at him. So you think he'll be able to get up close and then bring the fight kind of hand to hand? Yeah, he's almost as fast as Sonic. Like he's insane. That's pretty impressive, and he can take a hit. And yeah, and uh, I mean, he's just like he, he just punches everything. So if you know, Link shot stuff at him, could he just punch it out of the air and not even worry about it? Well, yeah, I mean, he could punch the if bombs. Hit the right and, angle. Yeah, <laughs> I, he's got those. Those. Uh, I think he's got something special with those gloves on. If, if anybody can take a hit, it's definitely Lil Mac. I mean, he can be bloodied and bruised, bruised. Yes, <laughs> and bruised, and uh, black-eyed, and you know all kinds of stuff. Uh, he he still might be able to get up by the count of ten. So it would take a knockout hit from Link. Does he have a knockout hit in his uh, arsenal there, Steve? I. This is still kind of a tough one, but I'm I'm gonna lean more towards Link only because he has more gear. Mm-hmm. Even though I think that it would it would be so, pretty close. So th- this is like this is like uh, Batman, where it's like, does he have time pr- to prepare? If, yeah, I mean, be, if he doesn't have time to prepare, have no it's time. like I said, it, it could be just a one hit knockout and done. I mean, yeah, and they've definitely never faced someone with the skills that each has. All right, l- all right. Let me ask you guys a question. Yeah. Since Link has all these weapons and everything else. What if he just cuts Little Mac's hands off with his sword? Then how's Little Mac going to fight? It It's Link all the way. Little Mac would dodge it first. <laughs> right, sure. He, he dodges does. punches from Mike Tyson. You know how fast Mike Tyson punched in that game? He is the fastest person alive. So what you're telling me is he's the Chuck Norris of boxing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, then he'd win. <laughs> he's the Chuck Norris of Nintendo boxing. <laughs> That's so ridiculous to think of. Um... <laughs> so uh, we got we got Nate firmly uh, voting for Lil Mac on this one. I'm assuming Mike and Neil, you're not uh, you're not shifting away from your votes for Link. Nope. nope. Steve, I'm gonna go Link. Ah. Um, man, that that's tough. I, I honestly don't know who how that would turn out. I, I don't know if if Lil Mac can dodge enough. Where I mean, he's got good stamina. He he can fight for you know multiple rounds at a time. But he'd have to dodge for a long time and still have the stamina to keep that up until he can somehow get that close range and then still be able to... I don't know if Link has that knockout punch, but it might not take that. It might just take one little bomb placed just right. So um, Link definitely has... Go ahead. And he's got uh, he's got Doc Lewis in his corner. Don't, don't forget that. <laughs> Join the Nintendo Fun Club today. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Link, we didn't mention it, but Link obviously does have the shield to protect against some of those hits. Uh-huh. So might be. It's, a, it's not. It's not made of vibranium, so it, it, it will shatter. Oh, okay. Oh please! There's no way in hell Little Mac <laughs> can punch that hard to. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere 
and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But to destroy Link's shield. Unless I'm, wondering, in there. I'm wondering if uh, the size differential between the two characters is similar to what it is in Punch-Out. Is, is Link going to be towering over Little Mac like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like uh, Glass Joe would? Because right. even Glass Joe towers over Little Mac. That's true. I don't know how big Link is in comparison. Huh? I don't know. If... It could be Toon Link. You don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> that is the first four battles we have. We're going to move on to the second half of the today's episode. Uh, looking at some different competitors now. Interested to see, because I don't know a lot about one of these characters, so I'm interested to see what you guys say as far as strengths and weaknesses. Our fifth battle of the day will uh, pit Mega Man against Beautiful Joe. So we have Beautiful Joe and Mega Man. I don't know anything about Beautiful Joe. Nate, what does he have going for him or against him? Uh, Beautiful Joe is a he's a dude that went to the movies and then he got sucked into a movie and he had to save his girlfriend and then he got turned into a superhero and then he can slow down time and punch stuff. He's pretty sweet. So he's basically an amalgamation of Scott Pilgrim and Kevin Keane, a.k.a. Captain and oh, the Game no. Master. <laughs> kind of. <laughs> and then he goes, hit you to go-go, baby. And it's amazing. So he can punch Mega Man. And he can slow down time. Yeah, you have to see him in action. He punches very fast. <laughs> he can slow down time. He, uh, he can speed up time, which is good if there's a fire. I don't remember how the game so works. So what it what it is is he's he's designed to emulate camera tricks yes. in movies such as The Matrix. It's like oh. yeah. so like slow motion, max speed, or zoom. And then gotcha. he has like yeah. There Mega Man has a pretty good arsenal himself. He does. And Mega Man can if he's already steal. beaten all the end guys, if he's beaten all the end guys and gotten all their powers oh, and all man. his games, and he has all those in his uh, bag of tricks, then he's definitely a formidable opponent. If he's on what level is- one of the first game, maybe a little bit easier target. Right. I think I think that sums that up very well. Can, does, um, if he's if he's gotten all the powers from all the different end guys from all the different Mega Man games, does he have anything that can compete with slowing down or? Uh, yeah, passing? he he actually he has a freeze time ability in one of the games, so um, and he has a black hole that he could suck him into. That okay? That that's is that canon? <laughs> like that weapon? Is uh, ridiculous. It was in one of the games. It was like was... X three. I thought it was uh, one of the newer ones, like Mega yeah. Man 9 or 10. I think it was 9. No, it was like X3. Oh. Well. Regardless, um, his ability to freeze time should directly, or do whatever, should combat with uh, one of Beautiful Joe's uh, strengths. I don't know. I, I, I've never played any of the Beautiful Joe games. Neil, have you? No, but I've played Mega Man, and I'll, I can tell you right away, he would only need one weapon, and that would be the Metal Blade. If he's got the metal blade, beautiful Joe is is toast. So I'm going to give it to Mega Man. Is Mega Man only allowed to have eight weapons at a time, or like what's the deal with that? I don't. Well, he can have what he goes into into storage reset mode. Yeah, yeah. Like every every time he saves the world, they're like, "Oh, we'll never need your weapons again." The same reason Samus always dumps her uh, her powers for some reason. But Mega Man does have somewhat of a chameleon ability in this tournament, where he might have a weapon to combat any opponent that he comes against. I mean, maybe not, but... He's, well, he's almost like, in a sense, almost like Kirby. Because yeah. he can... Whoever he defeats, or, or you know, and Kirby's a little bit different situation, um, but uh, Mega Man, whoever he defeats, he gets the powers of, and then on top of that, he gets, you know, upgrades as he goes along and that kind of stuff, so... Um, I, I would almost argue Mega Man would kick his ass. Nate, agree or disagree? I'm I'm gonna go with Mega Man because he's got all the abilities, um, and he has. He, I mean, like, if you want to talk of like, he just has the better game too. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, that's why the longevity of it. I mean, you have all yeah. these different Mega Man games compared to. Beautiful Joe. And we know Mega Man has the ability for very precise jumping and grabbing onto ladders and things. Because if he didn't have that, he would die a thousand times in each, <laughs> each game that he ever appeared in. So he's got that going for him. Mike, a vote for Mega Man? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. Just because I want to see him fight Yoshi at some point, because I wonder if he has a weapon to fight Yoshi. <laughs> but you're not supposed to think about that. I don't care. <laughs> One day at a time. It's my sir. podcast. I'll do what I want to. <laughs> so if Mega Man beats Beautiful Joe, does he get Beautiful Joe's powers? That's what I'm saying. Yes, yes, he Whoa. does. Yes. Oh man. So does that mean that he keeps them throughout the tournament? <laughs> sure. Why so. not? People could make that would just argument. be almost unfair. Never reset after each round. Uh, no, he's got to lose yes. another one just to gain that one. <laughs> Unfortunately, he has a thousand to choose from since he's been in 800 games. So, all right, um, moving on to our sixth battle. I find this one somewhat interesting. Here, I know Nate. Uh, you'll be siding with one person in particular on this one. We have uh, Donkey Kong. I guess technically that's Donkey Kong. Junior? No, that's Donkey, that's Donkey Kong. Kong. Okay, which one are we talking about? Are we talking Donkey about Kong. Junior has the hat. Okay, Donkey Kong, but not like. Is the... that the one with the tie? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that is Donkey Kong Junior. Yeah, because no. Crazy yeah, because originally the was... original Donkey Kong was back in the day. Yep, and then uh, Donkey Kong. This is Donkey Kong Country. Donkey. Yes. They can't even. Nintendo can't even keep this straight. Yeah, no, no, it's, it's straight up. They said it in the game. I think. Maybe watch. They, no, Donkey Kong Junior is the one with the hat. No, no, but uh, the the DK with the uh, with with the tie is the grown up version of the Don the Don Kong Junior with the hat. Uh, Swear to God, my Diddy head hurts. Kong, Nate. Diddy Kong's the one with the hat. Diddy Kong's not related to Donkey Kong. No, that's yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What, what are you th- you're talking about? No, no, not Diddy. Okay, Donkey Kong Junior. That's not Diddy Kong. Uh, yeah, Donkey Kong Donkey Junior is the one in the in the little onesie. From from the from yeah, the he's in, in Donkey Kong Country three. That's not the one we're talking about. No, this no, no, no. That's that's Kitty Kong. <laughs> <laughs> God. Okay, okay, oh, okay. Damn you, rare. They will get We're just gonna call him Donkey Kong for the sake of it. Yeah. We're not counting those games where he throws the barrels. This is <laughs> this is Donkey Kong Country. Donkey Kong. He is fighting Fox McCloud. From Star Fox. Does he get the so, That is a good question. So we have our first two, uh, I guess you could call it the, the animal matchup. Mm-hmm. So we have... Bestiality fight? Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country against Fox McCloud from Star Fox. Uh, Nate, you start with this one. Break it down a little bit before you tell us who you think is going to win. Okay. So you got Star Fox, and he's got a really sweet ride that can pew-pew lasers. Um, but once you get him on the ground, he's worthless. Like, he has a gun, but whatever. Um, <laughs> have you played uh, Star Fox Adventures? It's not that fun. <laughs> He's not a great, like, I'm going to go around and look for things. And he looks cool. Uh, he does look. He's got a great design. Probably better than Donkey Kong, too. Um, but if we're talking about just fighting, I guess if he's in a plane and Donkey Kong's just hanging out in his jungle, then, like, he would shoot the jungle. But if he's out of the plane, the Donkey Kong would just like run up and be like, even ground pound. Even if he's in the plane, can't Donkey Kong just throw a barrel or something at the oh, plane sure. and knock it out of the air? I mean, he's probably or done jump in a barrel and shoot himself at the plane. Well, he's almost like the Incredible Hulk of Nintendo. Yeah, he it's, could jump into one of those star barrels and shoot himself at the plane. Yeah, I think that would be an effective route to take there. I, I, he he did take down an entire pirate ship that way. Yeah, and he could jump on a rhino or a dolphin, or yep. his friends, and collect bananas. And he can collect bananas. He's got way better friends too, because like no one cares about Slippy the Toad. <laughs> <laughs> he could throw a barrage of machine gun banana type things at Fox McCloud. I don't know anything. I don't know besides Fox McCloud having the vehicle. If he, I didn't play the Star Fox series. No. He shoots other planes and then a giant face. That's that's the game. <laughs> Steve, it's a good game. It's a really good game. Okay, I'm basing my opinion off of uh, playing them on Super Smash Brothers. That's a good a good way to think about it. Um, because eh. I've actually pitted them together. I've I've had every combination in those games. So, uh, Fox. Star Fox in those games has the ability to have like this almost rocket power where he collides into people and he shoots his laser gun um, and he he can run really fast, kind of knocking you on your ass. Mm -hmm. Um, 
whereas Donkey Kong's kind of sluggish and, and big and, and slow. And uh, However, Fox, I, I think, is almost kind of... They're, they're both at a disadvantage to some degree because Donkey Kong, he's got his ground pounder. He can throw you or he can throw something at you. So in that sense, he could uh, probably wipe him out. But Star Fox, all he has to do is either call his uh, minions or his ship and laser bomb him off the whatever terrain he's on. Mike? It's it's kind of a kind of a toss up there. Um how do you see it going I, down? Uh, I don't know. I Donkey Kong, he he needs his support. Fox doesn't seem to really need not that his support's any great, but he doesn't He's s- like Rocket Raccoon. Uh, Fox doesn't seem to need any support, so I'm almost going to lean towards Fox because the only way Donkey Kong can win this, I mean, it's not like he can dress and drag and do the hula to distract him. Uh, Wait, Donkey Kong? Yeah. Hey, good. Uh, Have you seen the uh, Donkey Kong Country uh, Fox family show? Sadly, yes. Uh, it is hilarious. Pretty sure that actually happens. Uh, well, it, it actually <laughs> it, does. Well, it, it also happens in um, in Captain N. There's a point where Mother Brain takes over his brain and she puts a dress on him. So, yeah. <laughs> I like the idea that uh, that Donkey Kong can either shoot himself or throw something at the plane to take that advantage away from Fox. I don't know, you know, based on the games, how easy it was to hurt Fox. Uh, I don't know how much he could take a hit. But I know that Donkey Kong can't. He should be able to, but as far as the games go, he just even touches an enemy. That's not good for him. <laughs> even, even though he can bash into a lot of them or do barrel rolls and take care of them. Nate, can Fox take a hit, or is it one shot and he's hurt too? Well, I mean, he has a ship always that you know protects him because he has a shields on it and whatnot. But, but outside of that, if he was away from that ship, he'd probably be hurt with one hit too? I don't know. I haven't played uh, Star Fox Adventures enough. I own it. I just haven't played it yet. Because I'm dumb. Uh, <laughs> Which way are you I'm, leaning, Nate? I know that... Uh, I, I definitely want to go for Donkey Kong. All right. Neil, what do you think? So I'm going to go for Donkey Kong. <laughs> I'm going to go for Fox. Fox has the intelligence ah. factor. See, because... Fox can outsmart Donkey Kong. All he has to do is like use Slippy and Falco for decoys and have Peppy do a barrel roll for some reason. And he can just use his guns and take out Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong would probably be too distracted by collecting bananas anyway. <laughs> yep. But he's more fun than... I like collecting bananas. <laughs> Me too. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think this will be one of the ones that's interesting to see how the how the voters will vote. Um and, and how they see that going down, Steve? I I'm gonna vote Star Fox just because, and I I like the Donkey Kong games. Don't get me wrong, but I'm I'm also agreeing with Neil as far as the intelligence factor and the fact that when you play uh, Super Smash Brothers, any of them, he is a royal pain in the ass if you punch punch him up to level nine. Gotcha. Uh, he he takes out everybody. All right. Um, so you'll have to give us your thoughts on how that battle goes down. I will be probably one of the most uh, intriguing matchups we've had so far. I'll definitely be looking to see how the people vote on that one um, to see who advances. In our second-to-last battle today, we only got two more to go here. Uh, number seven, see what you guys think about this one. We have Bomberman against Conker. Ooh, that's an interesting one. Nate, uh, break down each one. What do they do in their games? What do they have for strengths and weaknesses? Okay, so just to put it out there, I haven't played Conker's Bad Fur Day because when it came out, my mom didn't want to let me. And now that I'm an adult... <laughs> Your mom won't let you? <laughs> no, now that I'm an adult, it's way too expensive. Um, <laughs> Emulators, dude. Uh, I should, but I don't. Um <laughs> But, I mean, I've seen it played, so there's that. I don't know. What was your question? How, what, what does each one have going for it? Bomberman and Conquer. What, what do they have going for them? Well, Bomberman, 
has his bombs, obviously. He, uh, man, he was in a racing game once. Well, I guess so was Conker. Uh, <laughs> Bomberman's got a ton of weapons. Jeez. Uh, he does. You gotta change his color. Uh, man, he's got the bomb know. kick. He's got, he's got, uh, he's got this little riding thing. It's kind of like Yoshi. He's, he's got the right. power glove. You know, it's so bad. It's so bad. He's got the, he does have the power glove. Um, yeah. See, you, you can get like multiple bombs. You can get like super big exploding bombs. He's, he can, uh, I, I would have to give it to Bomberman. What does Conquer have going for him? I've never played those games either. I don't know. He's a crazy ass squirrel. Yeah. Squirrels are relentless. That is true. Yeah, they like their nuts. <laughs> Maybe, but that might play right into it because Bomberman could throw bombs the size of nuts and just trick Conquer into eating them. I don't know. Or stuffing them in his mouth for winter. Until you guys said the name of, of the squirrel villain, I'm like, hey, it's a cheap knockoff of Screwy Squirrel. What the hell? <laughs> Steve, what do you think on this one? Um, I'm going to go Bomberman, just because uh, originally Conquer was a spinoff from Diddy Kong Racing, and Bomberman was his own, uh, more or less. Um, Plus, he's got all the powers, so I I think he just blow the squirrel away. Can Bomberman conquer Conquer? Yep. All right, so... That takes us to our final matchup of today, at least. I know some people said that I shouldn't include this character in the tournament, but uh, I am anyways. I'm not saying that he will win automatically, because I think we got to judge each matchup as it goes, and there's got to be a way to beat him. This matchup will see Pikachu facing off against Kirby. Well, Kirby can't die. I don't think there's ever a Kirby game where he has ever died. He's like Flubber. Yeah. But there's got to be a way to render him somewhat in a position where he can't continue? Well, you can, you know, well, Hmm. I don't know. Wait till he turns to a rock and let him go in the water and sink and electrocute him? What if it was like those old style wrestling matches where you just have to knock somebody out of the ring? Well, I mean, he bounced sumo. He would he can, he can, he he can count it out. He's got yeah, the just, flying ability. What? Well, yeah, we maybe maybe a combatant can just work out like Neil said. Try to factor in the count out of of professional wrestling and just just get him out of the ring for ten seconds or whatever you have to do in our matchup. Um, I don't Mike, think do Kirby. Think? Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I was ahead. gonna say I don't know if Kirby's aggressive enough to win. Like he would, he would. Uh, like, get into a fight, but then just be like, let's be friends! And then, like, you know, someone would just cream him. So you could but, use his, his naivety like, to, to, yeah. to beat him? What, I think, what, I think can that, Pikachu do that? Uh, Pikachu's... Mm, I don't know, because, like, they would they would just get together and be friends, and everyone would be happy. <laughs> like, I don't know, this would, be, this would be a really weird fight to see, because I don't. there's no reason for them to fight. They have to. It's it's too bad that um, Kirby isn't a relative of Jigglypuff because he could just put Pikachu to sleep. I mean, this picture uh, you you guys will have to look at it on on the on the post in the podcast. The picture of Kirby, I swear to God, looks just like Jigglypuff. Um, but for me, I, you know, physically, all his Kirby would have to do is you know start his vacuum suck mouth, suck Pikachu in, and then blow him out. There's so many double entendres. I know, right? <laughs> I know, right? Um, the only difference is, is I'll say them and Mike won't. I just said it, damn it. So, I know. Anyway. So does Pikachu have any means of attack unless he's like sneaky enough to try to make Kirby think they're friends and not in a fighting spirit and then just like push him out of the arena or something? I don't think Pikachu's that cruel. I mean, if if you had taken any other Pokemon character and put them up against Kirby... Uh, you know, you know, it'd be really interesting in this in, in this battle here. It would have been interesting if it was uh, Kirby versus Meowth because Meowth would do anything to kill Kirby. Um, I think Pikachu is just way too damn nice. I mean, sure, he does have a mean streak to him, but that only comes out when his friends have been attacked. So I think Kirby would have to chew up and spit out Ash Ketchum or somebody 
uh, he, Kirby would have to do something to antagonize Pikachu. And 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 uh, Kirby is like you guys said, kind of too naive and kind of just there. He's like la 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 clouds. <laughs> I'm still way too disturbed as to the, the amount of knowledge Mike has on the Pokemon franchise. Hey, um, I used to know all 151. <laughs> just so. kidding. Um, all right, well, let's try to actually give. Uh, I know this one's kind of weird. I not necessarily see these two fighting each other, and maybe one is too nice to beat anybody. Or at the same time, with such a weapon that he could run the whole table on the whole tournament, um, I've heard both arguments. But if we were looking at just Kirby against Pikachu, uh, pick a winner in this one, Steve. Um, I'm going to go Kirby, not because he can, you know, suck him up and blow him out. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm sorry, mine is gutter, but. Uh, but uh, he can turn to stone while he's in the air, and even though Pikachu's trying to electrocute him, and then drop right on him and knock him out like a ton of bricks. There we go, an actual uh, arena scenario there. Mike, who's the winner? It's got to be Kirby. I, I just don't think Pikachu's lightning would ever have any effect on him. I think Kirby will have weaknesses, and I think going against the right competitor, he could lose. I don't think that competitor is Pikachu. Neil, who wins in this one? I got to give it to Kirby. I mean, you know, you guys are talking about like him being too nice. You know, being too nice doesn't mean that he won't like stumble into a win anyway. I mean, right. Kirby is just kind of like a death machine. He's this happy go lucky pink ball of fluff who just kills <laughs> things anyway. So he would just suck in Pikachu and take his powers, and that would be the, the end of it. And they should show, so make like a horror film with Kirby that uh, you think it's going to be just this kid-friendly thing, but it's really just him like wreaking havoc on the world. Um, It'll be like a blob. Yeah, the blob too. Um, Nate, what do you think? Who ultimately wins this one? Kirby, definitely. Uh, plus, he's got the better games anyway. There we go. It's another way to look at it. So that is the left side of the bracket. Just to recap a little bit, we had uh, we had Mario unanimously beating Luigi. We had Yoshi. Trouncing Toad, uh, Zelda taking it to the princess. I'll let people insert their own joke there. Um, we had a mixed matchup between Link and Lil Mac. Uh, people voting on both sides of that one. We had Mega Man shooting Beautiful Joe out of the big screen there. We had a half and half split almost with uh, Fox, McCloud, and Donkey Kong. We had a unanimous vote for Bomberman over Conquer, and we also had a unanimous vote for Kirby over Pikachu. Obviously, there was a certain theme on this side of the bracket. You'll have to stay tuned to see what themes will be involved on the other half of the bracket. But, uh, Steve, what do you think of this side overall, without projecting too far into the future? I have my ideas of who's going to win, but on this side... Uh, it's it's going to be a very close call, though. A lot of these characters, I, I feel, are very evenly matched with who they're tied with, um, which is almost kind of different than... It's similar but different than the, the previous tournament that we did. Um, so I think this one's a little, little bit harder to kind of judge because a lot of them are so uh, close to the abilities of who they're tied with. It's, it's more of a who can get the upper hand with their special abilities. So I... Some of it definitely uh, is going to take looking at each one specifically and how they match up against that person. Even the, even if you go into it thinking one's stronger, they might have the necessary tools to beat the other person. Yeah, and I, I think the ones that, I mean, I, and not jumping into who else decided on their characters, uh, I, I think the ones that I guessed, I think those are going to make it to the next round, but that's just my personal opinion. And it will be interesting to see, based on the voters, I mean, depending on how the, the people vote, we could have some very interesting matchups in uh, in the quarterfinals there. So, um, or, you know, in round two, I guess it would technically be. So in round two, it might be interesting to see how these people uh, match up against each other and could be some interesting ones. Mike, what do you think of round one so far? I, I think the, the top of round one with Mario and Luigi... I'm almost betting it's going to turn out like how Skeletor and Hordak turned out. We all guessed one thing and predicted one thing, and it went the complete opposite way. That could be. Um, With, without without looking at the other half of the bracket, without thinking about who's involved on the other half, just looking at who we've talked about so far today, 
do you think this side has has some pretty good uh, pretty good people as far as trying to make the champion come from this side of the bracket, or do you think there's uh, going to be some formidable opponents on the other half? It has two that I'm hoping get fairly far, um, only because one can just cut people and the other one can just shoot arrows at people. Um, or, as I tried to say earlier, she can just use the Triforce against people. Uh, but I don't know. I mean, this side has some interesting ones. It's going to be interesting. To say. I almost wish, I know I know this won't happen, so I can go ahead and predict this, because I know it cannot happen because of how the bracket is set up. I almost wish that the tournament would end in a stalemate between Mega Man and Yoshi, because they can't kill each other. <laughs> That's true there. Um, Nate, what do you think of the people we've talked about so far? A good group of characters? Sure. <laughs> you, you saw, I know you have some favorites in there. Yeah. Um, I don't know. This is fun. I'm having fun. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. Uh, Tournaments are always fun. Neil, what do you think about the people we've seen pitted against each other so far? It's a pretty good group. Uh, I was a little surprised to see no Samus, but that's okay. Yeah. Um, I think I think it's a pretty strong side of the bracket. I mean, I don't I don't know uh, I don't know what's on the other side unless they have Segatash Sanshiro on the other side. I think uh, Nintendo this side of the bracket's got a pretty good uh, pretty good fight. What's the what's the what's the most interesting matchup we've talked about t- today? What what's the one that you're most intrigued to see how the people vote? Um, probably Toad versus uh, <laughs> versus Yoshi. Cause <laughs> Mike and I just watched the Mario cartoons, and I, I'm kind of sick of both characters. So <laughs> I don't care who I don't care who wins, but I I am kind of curious to see how the fans vote for it. Vote on it anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I think for me it's probably either Link against Lil Mac. Um, I can definitely see people getting behind either one of those. Um, and then maybe Fox and Donkey Kong. That intrigues me as well. Um, Mike, what about you? Matchup you're most intrigued to see who, who votes where. You think, think Mario and Luigi might be the one? Well, like Neil said, um, you know, we just finished the Mario era of Pixels in the Animation, our video game cartoon review podcast, and both characters are annoying as crap in the cartoons. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting. I think it's going to be interesting to see how many fans of each brother there are out there to see how many people vote for Mario or Lu- I think that's really what's going to be interesting is to see how many people vote for either one. Uh, to see who, because like I said, it could turn out like we had last time when we did the cartoon villains, where we had Hordak and Skeletor against each other, and we all voted Hordak, and we all thought Hordak was going to do, you know, Skeletor. You should have won that. And, <laughs> and, and it turned out that Skeletor beat Hordak and went on to, you know... Get pretty far. Yeah, I mean, so it's going to be interesting. What I'm a little bit more interested in is to see how the other I, how the other side will... Like, I almost wish we would have fully mixed and matched <laughs> the bracket. Because some of the characters from the other side, it would have been interesting to see going up against this side. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see if one of them eventually does, obviously, in the finals, and which one that'll be. Steve, last thoughts on this one, and I'm real quick, uh, we predicted on what maybe some of the most intriguing matches are. Do you have a prediction on what is the biggest blowout of this half of the bracket? I, uh, for each Just each the, biggest, round? the biggest one each... out of the eight matches we talked about today, what's going to be the most lopsided victory? That's man, that's gonna be tough. Um, I think it's gonna be Link against uh, Little Mac as the biggest as the biggest one sided victory. Well, I, I don't know. I think that's gonna be the most just like kind of different different take on one. I, I don't know if that's gonna be the biggest blowout. I think the biggest blowout's gonna probably be Kirby against Pikachu. Yeah, I, I, I'm or, thinking either Kirby against Pikachu or Zelda against Prince, uh, Peach. I think yeah, those those, those are kind of like that the rest of them it's it's kind of they could end up anywhere depending on how people view them and in their game ability so uh, basically then it is up to you guys the listeners to go to the web page find the episode post or just click on the top of the web page where you see the the tournament banner there and you got to let your voices be heard more votes the better um so we need you to cast your vote to determine 
we'll move on. And then when you hear next episode, the first thing we'll do is reveal your choices for the winners on who's moving on on this side of the bracket. And then we will get to reveal the other half of the bracket. Mike, any last thoughts before we close out? Nope. All right, take it away, sir. Thank you for listening to GCRN Wars. You can get a hold of us in the following ways. You can contact us on Facebook by searching GeekCast Radio Network. You can comment on this episode post with the poll. Please be sure to fill out the voting, and uh, if you'd like to leave an explanation, leave it in the comments below. You can get a hold of us on Twitter at GeekCast Radio, hashtag GCRN Wars. That's G-C-R-N-W-A-R-Z. So until next time, tune in and check out GCRN Wars Tournament on Episode 16, where we cover the other half of Round 1's fight. So until next time, unleash the geek in you. You've just listened to GCRN Wars on GeekCastRadio.com. If you would like to leave feedback on the show, there are many ways to do so. You can visit the website, GeekCastRadio.com, where you can comment on the episode in all of our different podcasts. Be sure to rate our show on iTunes and leave us feedback. Follow us on Twitter, at GeekCastRadio. Become a fan of us on Facebook by searching GeekCast Radio Network. You can email us at feedback at GeekCastRadio.com. Call the voicemail line, 502-526-5821. Please remember to tell us the show you were leaving the message for, and your name. So until next time, unleash the geek in you. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.